0: Welcome to the 101 Solutions Podcast. 101 Solutions is an operations and technology strategy consulting company. 101 exists to accelerate your potential. They achieve success through customized solutions using their industry-proven methods for your business. Robert, Paul, and Craig are already in the middle of a discussion, so let's jump right in.
1: So, Paul, we've been in business about four years now. And I think as we look back across all our clients and the common question that comes up is, what do we really give to our clients to let, help them approach technology and help them transform into a better performing group from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the the questions that we're always going in and asking
2: really is, are you getting the value that you need out of where you're at? Uh, what value should you be getting? And how do you take a crawl, walk, run approach, right? And we'll talk about those things. Um, As we look at these things, we tend to put it into three buckets. We first want to make sure that we have security in place. If you're not secure, then your risk is just too high to worry about any of the other things. Then we look at stability. Stability is my favorite place to play because when we get into the stability conversation, what we often find is that you can actually spend less money than you're spending today and be more stable than you are today. And that you can then take the money that you gain out of that conversation and use it to fund the ability to scale, how your business needs to grow. So, you know, as we approach these things, we think security, stability, and scale. Um, Craig, if you think about the first one, security, why is that so important?
0: Well, in this day and age, it's just so frightening, the, the cautionary tales that we've all heard, you know, ransomware. I mean, literally being locked out of your systems and your data until you pay a company money, well, a company, a hacker money uh, to let you back in is just, it's just shocking. It's almost hard to believe, but that's the thing is to really create a secure environment. It starts with communication and making sure that your folks that are using your technology understand the different ways that hackers are coming at them. If they're phishing through email, If they're spoofing addresses and they're asking for, you know, recoveries or claiming to be, I think we got uh, a little bit of an issue last year, actually, with somebody claiming to be you, Paul. Yeah, that uh, happened for the president it, of the company. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was interesting. Somebody said, "Hey, uh, I need
2: five hundred dollar gift card sent to me right now. Just send me the codes." Uh, and one of the folks in the organization said, "Okay." And it gets back to what you said. There's got to be security policies, right?
0: You got to know what questions to look for. Anything else, Craig? Well, I mean, other than if somebody asks you for a gift certificate to Piggly Wiggly, that's not. That's not not an official corporate function. That is is probably not correct. (laughs) But the thing about security is we have to start building it into every design and architecture and process. It has to be part of everything we do. And then to make sure that we're doing that, we have to pressure test. It's not like disaster recovery where it's kind of a remote thing and it's a remote possibility. Security is happening and breaches are happening all the time. So we have to be actively testing. And Robert what do you do after you've secured to really stabilize things?
1: No, that's a great question. And we see so many companies struggle with this topic, right? And I think we ourselves in our careers have also found ourselves struggling with this too. Because there's a really hard balance between how do you stabilize versus how do you just keep the lights on? And there's a stark difference between the two. It circles back to you need to pivot the focus away from keep the lights on, right? We need to have a framework to view the work and a framework to accomplish the goals of the organization to help drive it forward. So really when we come in, we really help organizations come in and get buy-in on the new process, which means focusing on the right value, high value targets internally, partnering externally to drive commodity and highly specialized skill sets, and then bringing all that together to merge to a good view to enable transparency with the organization. So that means acknowledge reality, right? You are where you are. You know where you are. Tell the organization where you are and be partners in achieving that stability. Ultimately, when you bring all that together, you're going to pivot the focus to be on higher value activities. You're going to learn how to do all these different pieces. And then from there, you can then focus on the next piece, which is going to be scale. And Paul, I think this is the number one question where we see value and things like that is once you're stabilized, how do you scale?
2: Yeah, I think the, the thing that I would call out that we find most often is that we're able to look at what we're doing when we stabilize the organization And we find that there are great people inside the organization that can be and should be retained and that they're the folks that are actually going to drive scale. So while we're pushing commodity to the partnership framework, we're using the internal people and the knowledge that they have about the business and where it's going to drive the plans for scale. This does two things. One, it makes scale go faster. And two, it makes the organization buy into the idea uh, much more easily because they're getting to stay and do the work. Uh, And it often takes away the threat that can be associated with some of the work that we do. Uh, Once we're there, we just try and make sure that we're aligning the plans of technology with the plans for the business. It's critical if you want to understand how to scale that the business knows what they actually want to grow and become. And what we often find is the business is telling technology, hey, we need a, a strategy for how you guys are going to do X, Y, and Z. And then the technology team says, well, what is the strategy for the company? And so one of the things that we've been able to see is that this alignment between understanding what the business needs to be able to do and accomplish in the marketplace for their consumers and then supporting that with technology that allows the acceleration of that plan based on technology not being a constraint, that's when it all becomes interesting and comes together.
1: Yeah. So, Paul, on that note, you had mentioned something previously that we do with a lot of our clients, and that's you know again, kind of how do you pay for all of this? So, in that scale phase, how do you take what you've done and stabilize and secure and really help pay for these investments?
2: Yeah, it it has been fascinating to me. I I, I would not have believed this was true if you would have asked me four years ago, even coming from a huge company like I did. Um, you know, because in a company like where we were at, right? The company was twenty five billion. It's forty billion today we were going around trying to squeeze pennies out of the contracts that we were working inside of what we're finding with the smaller companies we've been working with for the last four years is that there are buckets full of hundred dollar bills that are available to be picked up. If you know how to negotiate a proper contract, if you know who to talk to, to get a particular commodity done. And so while we used to look for pennies, now we're looking for hundred dollar bills. And when we find them, With a better contract, with a better technology provider, with a better uh, partnership network, which we bring to these conversations, uh, we're able to put the dollars in play and the people by moving some of that less value-added work out to the commodity teams uh, in order to get these things uh, accomplished. And so that's been a huge win uh, is being able to just pay for us being there and getting the plan set up and executed by finding savings. Does that make sense? It does, and we can use some of those $100 bills to buy big legal gift cards, right? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but if somebody emails you, don't do that. Don't buy those cards.
0: So, Uh, Robert, one of the things that I've seen as a challenge in this area uh, is giving up control. And and how do you talk a a CEO, a CIO through giving up the control of having everything insourced and controlled by their folks and working with partners and really – enabling us to harvest those buckets of $100
1: bills? (laughs) You know, that's a great call and a key question that I think every up-and-coming CIO or you know steady-state CIO struggles with, and the organization does. That's ultimately the key to buy-in. The key to buy-in is removing yourself from people equals power and stepping back and understanding that owning the direction and owning the strategy to drive value for the company is what brings the power and the prestige. And once you get over that as a CIO or as a business owner the world opens up and you can really start to drive these scale events and find those buckets, of hundred dollar bills that Paul's talking about.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it, it, comes back to where we started, right? This idea of what is the value of your it organization today? If you're just running help desk and answering questions, that's not the value you need from an internal it organization. And you really get to this idea of what should the value be uh, for your future. And that's why we go through this process is to try and get people there. Uh, Robert, when we think about approaching these things, how do you think about making this level
1: of transformation work in an organization? Sure. I mean, the first step to do kind of all this end-to-end is just acknowledging where you're at back to that transparency comment, right? We find that a lot of these organizations have some infighting going on. Either the business thinks IT is horrible, business or IT thinks IT is great and business is horrible, vice versa. The first thing we always have to start with is true transparency and acknowledging where everybody's at. Once you get that baseline, you can really ray out that crawl, rock, run that Paul's talking about here with Secure, Stabilize, and Scale. The first step is acknowledgement. Second step is plan development. Third step is the fun part, which is execution that then leads you to those $100 bills in the buckets.
0: Well, thanks, guys. I think this was a great conversation and a lot of wisdom being uh, swapped back and forth. And uh, for all of our potential clients out there listening in, I would encourage you to visit us at 101sbc.com and ask for contact. And let's get together and talk about your issues in your company and how we can help you. Thanks, guys.